Hello. Welcome to the podcast at For All Our Kids. You are listening to our story segment. We still have one more episode of our Masala Fairy Tale Sleeping Beauty to complete the story. We've had to interrupt the sequence because of our Uttarayan story. This week we have a guest speaker, Mrs. Priyadarshini Panjabakesan, a children's book author. She has a new book, The Myth of the Wild Gore, coming out in February 2023. Who is Ms. Priyadarshini Panjabakesan? Priyadarshini is a writer and English teacher. Her schooling was from the Kodekanal International School, and she completed her master's in comparative literature from the University of Hyderabad. She finished her B.Ed. from the English and Foreign Languages University and is currently working as an English language and literature teacher. Priyadarshini is a UNESCO Sahapedia Research Fellow and has authored two books called The Postwoman and Other Stories and Unsung Sheroes and Heroes. Her new book, The Myth of the Wild Gore, highlights how you are never too young to protect our environment. In the book, Taini, the daughter of the chief honey collector, discovers that a pristine lake is being drained by a large company for commercial purposes. Her concern for the wild gore takes her on a wild adventure that eventually puts an end to the company's presence in the Nilgiris. Make sure you listen to the very end of the podcast because Priyadarshini has an activity for the listeners where you can enter for a chance to win a surprise gift. And now to Priyadarshini. Hello everyone. This is Priyadarshini here, the author of the books The Postwoman and Other Stories and Unsung Sheroes and Heroes. In today's episode, I will be reading out two chapters from my upcoming book The Myth of the Wild Gore. The book revolves around the adventures of Taini, a girl from the honey collector tribe as she confronts a water company and attempts to protect the habitat of the majestic wild gauze. Do stay tuned till the very end of the podcast to participate in an exciting activity. You may even get the chance to win a gift. Also, Keep your ears open and look out for interesting questions that may pop up at any time. Chapter 1 The Myth of the Wild Gore Megham Mountain was located in the very heart of the Nilgiris. Even from the foothills, one could sense the power and energy surging through its veins. The mountain was as alive as the animals, plants, insects and birds which were tucked away in its arms. The locals believed that an invisible web held, protected and connected all living beings. The destruction of even one thread would tear the net apart and topple all its creatures. The people who knew and understood the mountain to its very roots 
were the honey collectors. They lived in the thickest parts of the Shola forests and carried ancient knowledge about the flora and fauna around them. Now, before we move on with the story, let me pause here to ask you a few questions. Have you ever heard of tribes in the mountains who collect and sell honey? How long do you think they have lived on the mountains? And how do they manage to fight off all the bees and collect honey? The daughter of the chief honey collector had just started going to school. Her name was Thaini, meaning honey in Tamil. True to her name, she was a bright and intelligent child. Although she was the first from her tribe to get a formal education, she already knew everything about the plants, animals, birds and insects that lived in the depths of the forests. Like Thaini, do you think you can identify all the plants and animals in your locality? Are you aware of what kind of flora and fauna can be found around you? Think about it when you can, but for now, let's get back to the story. One day, Thaini's teacher was telling the children a story about the majestic wild god. Out of all the creatures, the wild god was the most admired, dreaded and feared. It had a tongue as strong as a ship's anchor and one lick from the gore would burn and shrivel up human skin. I am curious to know if you have ever seen a wild gore also known as the Indian bison. Even if you have seen them only in pictures, what was your first impression of them? All the children were fascinated by the teacher's story and raised their hands to ask questions. I have heard that wild gauze wear white coloured stockings, Ella said excitedly. The teacher smiled. Yes, they have white fur up to their knees, she replied. My father told me a small story, Kuchi began. Once, an artist had come to the Shola forest to paint the wild gore. But the wild god did not want to pose and he rushed towards the artist and gored him on his bum. He was hanging on the god's horns until he was rescued and hospitalized, Kuchi said in a matter-of-fact tone. All the other children laughed, imagining a man's bum stuck to the horns of a wild god. Have you seen a wild god? The teacher asked Thaini. You live in the forest, don't you? All the children turned around to look at their special friend, who knew more about plants and animals than anyone else. Thaini thought for some time. They do come to the lake near my house, but I have not seen them up close, she said. I am not very sure if they can lick our skin away. Before the teacher could say anything more, the bell rang and it was time to go home. 
the children packed their bags and headed outside, chit-chatting about what they were going to do over the weekend. While the rest of the children boarded the small yellow bus, Thaini began her long walk home. Today, she decided to take a longer route which passed by the lake. Sometimes, there were wild gauze who stopped by to get a drink of fresh, clean water. Who knew? Maybe if she was lucky enough, she would be able to spot one. With this, we come to the end of Chapter 1. Do you think Thaini is being foolish? Is it really a good idea to go in search of a wild gore? Chapter 2 Thaini's Trip to the Lake The distance from Thaini's home to the school was nearly 5 kilometers. Her school was near the bottom of a slope close to the main road that led to town square. Thaini had to do a lot of climbing to reach the deeper parts of the forest. Carrying nothing more than a woven basket with a few school books, Thaini began her ascent up the slope. Soon, she left behind the shola trees and entered the pine wood forest. The sweet scent of the pine filled her nostrils. Whenever she crossed these woods, she felt wobbly and intoxicated. Now, I am going to pause again here for a question. Have you ever seen Shola forests? Do you know why they are so important to the Nilgiris? While you think of an answer, let us continue to read on and see where Thaini goes. Although the forest floor was covered with pine cones, gnarly roots and fallen trees, Thaini breezed through like a gymnast. Soon, she reached the edge of the forest and sat on a tree stump to contemplate her next move. She could take a ride from the pinewood forest and directly reach home. Or she could go towards the left, see the lake and then walk home from there. Would you take the path on the left and go to the lake? Or take the path on the right and go straight home? Without wasting much time, Thaini took the path on the left. All those conversations about the wild gore were still playing in her head. Excitement and adrenaline were surging through her veins. Could this be her special day? She had always wanted to take a closer look at a wild gore. As Thaini contemplated and dreamed, the sweet-smelling pines was soon replaced by an assortment of tall, thick trees. Although she was in the denser part of the forest, Thaini could hear birds singing and see small animals scuttling across the forest floor. Thaini continued to climb, singing a soft tune, until she noticed a change in the landscape. The trees thinned out into a long swath of grassland. This was it. She now only had to walk a few meters down and there would be the lake, nestled in the middle of the rolling folds of grass. 
As Thaini began her descent, she heard the sound of approaching hooves. They came like an unforeseen storm, shattering the silence of the grasslands. Without thinking twice, Thaini lowered herself into the thick carpet of grass. She was beginning to think that maybe this wasn't such a good idea after all. Do you think this was a good idea? Will Thaini continue to stay hidden or run? As the hooves approached, Thaini curled up into a ball and held her breath. There, right above her hiding place, she could see a large herd of sleek animals galloping across the grasslands. Sinking even lower and peeping through the corner of her eyes, Thaini realized that the animals were not wild gauze. They were Nilgiri tars. How majestic they looked with their smooth golden skin and curved horns. If anyone else had been in Thaini's shoes, they would have most likely confused them for mountain goats. But since Thaini knew Megham Mountain like the back of her hand, she had no difficulty in identifying the beautiful creatures. Did you know that the Nilgiri tar is the state animal of Tamil Nadu? Take a closer look at it and see if it really looks like a mountain goat. When the final sound of hooves had died away, Thaini began her descent once again. After a dozen steps or more, the soil turned mushy, soggy and wet. Small pools of water began to form around Thaini's feet. This was it. She had reached the lake. But when Thaini looked towards the middle of the lake, her entire body froze. Most of the water had disappeared and there was now only a shallow muddy pool at the very centre. With this, we have now come to the end of Chapter 2. To find out more about the missing water from the lake and whether Thaini will really come across a wild gore, buy a copy of my book, The Myth of the Wild Gore. But before we end this episode, I would like to give you a small activity. Write a paragraph or two on what you think is going to happen next in the story. Along with the paragraph, you can also send in a drawing of your favourite scene from chapters 1 or 2. You can send me the drawing and write-up at this email address papu.372 at gmail.com Let me now spell this out for you. P-A-P-P-U dot 372 at gmail.com the person with the most creative write-up and drawing will get a small gift from me. Stay tuned for more storytelling sessions by me. This is Priyadarshini signing off. This is the end of today's episode. Thank you Priyadarshini for sharing your book with our listeners. My friends, do get the myth of the wild gore and give us your feedback. 
Let us know of the times you have helped in some way to protect our environment. Write to us at podcast at forallourkids.com. That is podcast at forallourkids.com. Next week, we will have our final episode of Sleeping Beauty. Do come back. Until then, goodbye from all of us at For All Our Kids. Thank you.